I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So, Sinead. Yeah. We go to the movies fairly often. We do. I've never been to a cinema where we had such a chaotic (laughs) entrance. We walked in on time, walking up the steps. This old woman calls me over. And asked me to open up her water bottle. I thought it was really sweet. I thought it was sweet. And she then she hit she, on me, so. She said she was waiting for liked. a strapping young man to yeah. come along. And I said, well, here I am. <laughs> and I opened it up for her and gave it to her. And when I, as I did that, you were walking up uh, a few steps above to get to our seat. Looking at our allocated seat on the ticket. And they did that awkward bit where it's like. The people were looking, sitting there. And they look at you and they're like, well, I've been found out. Yeah. But then. She went. <laughs> Is this your seat? And I went, oh, I'm not sure yet because I was trying to look around and see the numbers on the thing because I was confused. Mm. And she's like, oh, we can move if you want. We sat here because our seat's broken. And I was like, oh, okay. Like it's up to you to force her to move out of your seat. And you'd already walked past. So I was like. I was like, oh, we'll just sit down here. It's all right. And then then she was like, okay, thanks. Oh, it was so stressful. Yeah. And then I was stressed that we were in the wrong spot. Here's the thing. If your seat's broken, go tell the ushers. And see them having a little conference with the usher saying, excuse me, your seat's broken yeah. here. It wasn't, by the way. It was just the back bit, so she couldn't, like, but lean against wait it. Wait until the movie starts and then all, like, the last trailer's up and then you can move. And I saw two separate people come in and people were sitting in their seats. All I'm saying is, if you have allocated seating, make it allocated seating. Mm-hmm. People aren't paying attention to the numbers anyway. Just not so have So stop it. having it. Howdy there. This is, no? Not your best. This is I Am Like You, a movie and TV review podcast. My name's Lonnie. I'm here with my girlfriend, Sine. Hello. This week we have seen three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Sine hates the title. Sine does hate the title. Everyone calls it three billboards for short anyway. Why can't it just be called three billboards? Thank you. I and like it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. See ya. <laughs> It reminds me of um, Jesse James or the coward assassination of Robert Ford on a train in a country <laughs> doing robbery, that. Okay? Everyone's calling it three billboards for short. Let's just call it three billboards and be done with it. I like it. I think of it's course poetic. you do. What, what? What do you mean, of course I do? Of course you like something that I don't like. <laughs> You're bloody contrarian. I'm not doing it just because you like it. I liked it before you even didn't like it, actually. Thank you very much. <laughs> so if anyone's contrarian, it's, it's me. You. Right. I think it's poetic. Anyway, it's a new film by Martin McDonough. I believe that's how you say your name. He's an Irish film director. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's getting lots of buzz leading up into the Oscars. The normal's probably out by the time this goes up, but I'm sure it's done well there. Mainly for Frances McDormand's amazing performance. It's really her film. Let's be honest. I'm just going to say it with the full knowledge that Frances McDormand might hunt me down and actually murder me. But she's just kind of playing herself, isn't she? It's not really a character. She's just, it's Frances McDormand playing Frances McDormand. How do you know? Do you know her in real life? 
I've heard her speak. I've heard her give acceptance speeches. She's, it's her, isn't it? What's wrong with that? And you can very much tell that she just didn't want to do any hair and makeup and costumes. <laughs> <laughs> she just rocked up in her blue overalls and it's like, right, I'm wearing this. And everyone's like, okay. Because <laughs> they're terrified of her. It's the character. Mm. Do you think it's a documentary? Basically. For those who don't know, it's about three billboards that Frances puts up near her house. And she's shaming the police force at her in a small town called Ebbing, Missouri. Because her... Her daughter had died and she believes the police have not been investigating properly. Mm. And as the movie plays out, people are more upset with her than they are with the police. Yeah. Which I think is totally accurate and would definitely happen in my hometown if this happened. Mm. People would be abusing the woman rather than trying to get the police to do their job properly. However, there's a wrinkle, isn't there? Because it seems like the police kind of done everything they can do yeah so it's not a it's not a film about um corrupt police or inept no, law enforcement enforcement could have easily been yeah but i think this film is much more interesting than what that film would have been don't you i agree yeah and it's not a movie with clear right and wrong either no. which i think is upsetting some people who prefer those sort of movies don't you agree yeah well there's been a lot of controversy about how it's quite racist uh and I didn't see that, did you? No, but I'm not a person of colour and it's... my opinion doesn't count as much as theirs. But um, I did think if you're talking about the language used, I'm very much of the opinion that I think a lot of that was not needed. And a lot of these films, I don't know, seem to try to be controversial by controversial by just chucking in the C word or the N word mm, and mm-hmm. like, Oh, we're so edgy because we're saying this, and you know, I I don't know. To address the the race issue, people are upset that Sam Rockwell's character is racist at the beginning and yeah. probably racist throughout the whole film, but has some sort of redemption ish yeah. towards the end. I was kind of okay with it. Again, coming from a very different perspective than people who are complaining about it, so that's I totally accept that. I never thought the film was saying that he was right, though. I felt like every time he was being racist, we were supposed to think this guy is an absolute idiot and he is wrong. So from that sense, I was kind of okay with it. In the same sense, when they made fun of Peter Dinklage's character for being a little person, I felt like the movie wasn't trying to laugh at people who are little. They were laughing at the people who are making those jokes. Of this small town who aren't, yeah, yeah. But you're definitely right. I did get the impression that this film was getting off on being controversial and doing the naughty stuff just because it's naughty. Yeah, and having Woody Harrelson's wife, uh, Abby Cornish, isn't it, who plays her, saying, you know, Yeah, going to graphic detail. It's just not needed. Like, it's just, I don't know. And, like, sometimes, like, pushing the envelope works really well, and I thought, there were some moments in this film that were kind of cool in that respect. Yeah, yeah. Like throwing the guy out the window. Yeah, that was know? awesome. That and sequence. the Molotov cocktail and the police station burning down around him while he is listening to the letter. That was kind of cool, I thought. Mm. But then well, he was he was reading the letter, listening to music. Um, so in that sense, like they decided to do the most outrageous thing here and it's paid off really well. Yeah. But then you're right, when I mean, it's... 
going to say midget, 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 and N-word this, N-word that, and she's going to assault the dentist for no reason. Yeah. You know, seemingly just for the graphicness. Mm. Mm. Kind of, it kind of gets to me sometimes. Having said that, I thought the film was great. Yeah, you seem to have more of a positive reaction to it than I did, which kind of surprises me. For me, it sort of just felt like a standard Hollywood Oscar film, play-by-play, filling in all the gaps, connecting the dots, whatever. Um, It didn't really grab me as much as it seemed to have grabbed everybody. Um, Frances McDormand's incredible. Sam Rockwell's incredible. I was annoyed why Woody wouldn't have gotten a nom, but I understand now he's not in a lot of the film. Mm -hmm. Um. I don't know. I just, I think the main thing is I found it really heavy handed on some parts. Um, For example, the flashback. Firstly, flashback was terrible. Where's your rule of three? Use it once and then never again. Didn't like it. I think we spoke afterwards. It would have been much stronger to have her, the daughter, as an off screen character who's never seen and just spoken about. I wouldn't have done a flashback. I think it was stronger not seeing her. Um, But anyway, in that bit where, like, did the mum have to, did Francis have to say, I hope you get raped on the way yeah. home. Like, that's just a bit, it's not necessary. Um, it was enough that she could have said that in a monologue. Yeah. Saying, yeah. this is what happened last time I saw her. Or And even then I probably wouldn't have said, gone as far as doing the rape thing because no. it was so heavy-handed. Well, but also it was enough that she was wanting to go live with the dad, wasn't it? That's what I was going to so, say. That that gave us the same outcome when the dad revealed, mm-hmm. oh, she came to me wanting to live with me. So why did we need both? That would have been enough, just saying... And it was just an off-screen fight. They had a fight and she wanted to go live with her dad and that could have been enough to and make her feel guilty. She never or resolved it, yeah. No. Um, there was just, yeah, there's just some bits that were really heavy-handed and I don't think it was needed. When it pulled back and had a lighter touch, it was actually really exceptional. Um, but I think that's the main reason why it didn't really grab me as much. Um, I feel like, I don't know, it could have been stronger if we'd seen more of the town reaction to her. Yeah, I was going to say that we were told a lot that the town hates her now. Yeah. But we barely yeah. saw any of that. Yeah. There's one sort of shoehorn bit where she goes to see the dentist. It was, but then that's just, okay, that's just that and mm. salt and everything. I don't know. But then we hear a lot that a kid's bullied at school and the friend goes and throws something on the car and that's a great mm. sequence when she gets out of the car and you're like, shit, went away. Mm. Well, even her co-worker gets arrested. Exactly, yeah. any of that. It's just at the end, oh, she's back and it's all happy. I just think it's a really basic screenwriting thing, show, don't tell, and they broke that rule like several times in the film of just telling us what was going on and I felt really um, just not engaged with the story at all when that happened. I don't know. I thought you liked it when we left, but it sounds like you don't like it. Well, the more I think about it, the more I think, no, I wasn't really on board with it. I think it had good moments, but I'm not sure that this is a... There's something about it that rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the ending at all. For me, it ended like three times before it ended. It could have ended at the phone call when she was planting the flowers. It could have ended um, just them driving off with the billboards on the left. That would have been enough for me. Mm-hmm. I don't think you needed to have that really on-the-nose conversation about it was me who burnt down the, the thing. Well, yeah, we know, and we knew that he knew. We didn't really need that said. And also it was good having the sort of grey area of they're not sure whether they're going to kill the guy or not because, you know, they can decide on the journey. That's fine. But I feel like that could be sort of put in the phone conversation if needed. Um, Yeah, there were just a few moments like that where I feel like another week in the writer's room of tweaking a few things could have made this really exceptional. 
I was okay with the line about it was me who did the police station because that was her finally admitting to a mistake or to something she'd done. Mm. The rest of the film, like Woody sees her moments after she's attacked the dentist and she said that wasn't me. Yeah. And she said it. I guess so. And she attacked the kid at the school. She's like, did anyone see this? Or mm. Even then she did it without even thinking she was going to get in trouble. And so when she was owning up to it, I think that was her way of saying I'm sorry Yeah, as well. Yeah, I guess so. That's that's one thing that I think people are missing with the film, that she's not a very nice person. Mm. I don't feel like the which, film... Which is the point. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying I don't think the film is um, making her a hero at all. She's She pushes on the stuff even when she finds out that Woody Harrison's character's got cancer. She's awful to Peter Dinklage, really horrible, treats him like a charity case. She's never takes um, responsibility for anything. Like she's not a very nice person which is really interesting, but I feel like people are getting the wrong message out of this film. I feel like they're saying, oh, this is how we want to live and we want to be racist and awful. I don't think that's the point. But does she have a good reason to because of what she's gone through in her life with well, her daughter being yeah, murdered? Yeah, exactly. So, like how far can she go now? Mm, like, mm. How far would you go, I guess, is the question. Yeah. I had a question about plot. So it turns out that the guy in the bar that Sam Rockwell was with, he wasn't the guy. But he may as well have been. That's the whole point, right? But he's the same guy who went to go see her in the gift shop. Yeah, I've seen some chatter on the internet about that. Was about... he just threatening because he was sort of in the same shoes? He was just... I, I don't... He wasn't going there to say I did it, obviously. He was going no, there no. to have a go at her. I assumed he was just a, a crazy MRA sort of person. Yeah, okay. Who mm. disliked her Well. And if it was true that he had raped someone else and everything, he then... He liked the story, probably. Yeah, or, and he maybe felt some sort of association with it, and then against her he was sort of speaking for the other person. Mm. You know what I mean? I guess so. I was just... That kind of threw me a little bit. But he could have taken that out or had someone else do that. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather that go out and get more more um, reactions from the town. Like, we're told so many times this is a small town, there's one priest, you know, who goes home, and that was an interesting scene, but I'm not sure it completely worked, that one. Was she culpable? Uses mm-hmm. that word 20,000 times in a sentence. Um, you know, and the dentist, take out him going to see her at the gift shop, get some more reactions from the townspeople and everything. Like, mm-hmm. if your town's that small that your police station closes up at night and they all mm-hmm. clock off at five, I feel like it's more tight and knit and we could have seen some more of those relationships play out. Like, but I've just said that and I'm like, oh, would I want to see that though? Because every other film sort of does that. Has her at the grocery store and someone knocks the eggs out of her yeah, hand, that, that kind that of thing. That could have been more cliched. So. Exactly, yeah. So, I don't know. I would have liked a little bit more, maybe not too much, but something. Yeah. As I've said previously, we should try and appreciate the film we have rather than the film it could have been or the film we, that people wanted rather than the one they got. So perhaps, yeah, the things we are saying we want that could have been better, mm. actually, they thought about it. And it could have been worse. Yeah, absolutely. And, so. and obviously we're not <laughs> Hollywood writers, so it feels a bit rude sometimes to be like, why didn't they think this? Why didn't they think of this? It's possible that they did and they chose not to for a reason that we don't know. But um, on first viewing from a novice, some of those things were really obvious to me that I would have wanted change and I don't really understand why it wasn't. So, yeah. I don't know. The, the more I did quite enjoy it. I'm just not. Enam- as enamoured by it as everybody else, and I'm not sure it's my favourite film that yeah. was nominated. I agree. I really liked it, but then 
all the things we've said so far I'm, yeah. I'm on board with. And it's just a bit of a shame they could have dialed back or toned up some things and it could have been better. Yeah. People online are saying, on Twitter, that there's 15 seconds of filmmaking that is the best they've seen in like 10 years or so. Mm. And it was the bit when he's interrogating her at the police station then he coughs at the blood and it goes on her face. Yeah. Do you like that scene? It was incredible, I think. Mm. And especially when she left immediately to get help and, and she, and she, she said it's okay, it's okay. She turned in. Because she was all, terrified. All of a sudden... She yeah. turned into a mum who was looking yeah. after a, a sick child, wasn't yeah. she? it was incredible. Almost that little bit is enough for the Oscar. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Like, I don't know, I'm really torn with this. I was thinking about what rating I'd give it, and I was about to say I think three stars feels too generous, but then two and a half feels too low. Mm. But then you just reminded me of that scene, so I think I'd probably give it three stars. It just, I don't know, it just wasn't there for me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it four stars, and I think film can be great without being perfect. I think this one yeah. is an example of that. Yeah. It just made me think of um, when I said that it had a light touch on some moments and it was beautiful. When she's out on the swing set out the front of her house and she can see the billboards from her house, which is where her daughter died, mm-hmm. that was incredible because they just showed us there and they let us piece together the fact mm-hmm. that you could see where she was raped and killed from their house. I wanted more of that. I wanted more of that subtlety. And I, I didn't like as well... Um, it seemed to turn into a bit of a broad comedy in some moments. Yeah. I, I liked the comedy from Sam Rockwell's character because that's how he was set up. I didn't really like it when everyone else was doing one-liners and quips and everything. It didn't mm. feel genuine. Like, I've got my comedic character. I'm happy to have him be a bit outrageous. But I think you said on the way out, it's quite a um, heightened sort of theatrical. Fuss, yeah. Basically. So maybe we needed to push, maybe he needed to be so ridiculously Maybe everyone needed to be a bit more. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Possibly. Hmm. He reminded me a lot of Jason Stackhouse, Ryan Quantum from True Blood, because he plays a police officer as well and he's not the sharpest tool in the shed and mm. he says some things that probably mm. aren't okay. It's like play for play. It would be great to see Sam Rockwell win an Oscar, probably. Yeah, yeah. Good on him. It was a great performance, really good. Yeah, so this is one I really recommend people watch, though. I think it is important, so... Keeping in mind some we've had a few problems with it, still better than a lot of movies we've seen over the last year or so. So I guess so, yeah. One thing I didn't realise, I was watching this whole film thinking it was a true story, but it's not. No, no. It's not at all. Well, it's inspired by these sort of events. But yeah, I guess so. And you said the writer... He saw he saw a similar story or something. I, I yeah. don't know the exact details, but there's, yeah, something similar happened once, but it's not based on a true story or anything. No, but I was just thinking, I wonder what that says about a film where the whole time I'm watching it I'm thinking this happened and also I excuse a lot of issues because I'm like, oh, that probably happened in the real-life version. Mm, and then maybe. leaving I'm like, oh, okay, that didn't happen at all. Mm. I don't know. It, it, it both works for and against it, I think, against yeah. it in the way that's like why did you have those silly bits if it wasn't to be true to a story? But also it gripped me emotionally to the point where I thought this was very realistic so it must be tapping into something there if I accepted this as a true mm. story. It's a very good point. Alright then, this is our review. We've got other podcasts that we've done over the last year and a bit. Please check them out. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.